You are listening to the Super Mom is Getting Tired podcast. I'm your host, Tori Henderson, and this is episode 29. Welcome to the Super Mom is Getting Tired podcast. This show is designed for moms who invest everything into parenting, but get overwhelmed, lost, and resentful. Listen and learn how to unburden yourself, feel calm, full of energy, and in control. I'm your host, Master Certified Life Coach, Teacher, and Recovering Supermom, Tori Henderson. Hello, everyone. Thank you so much for being here. I want to send a special thank you to Andrea, who sent me an email saying, I've been trying to post a review on your iTunes page, but I can't seem to get it to work. So... She sent me this lovely email that says, Dear Tori, your advice is so practical and I cannot even begin to explain. I can say that because I've put it to use and seen fast results. Thank you for your insight and for caring so much. Your listeners are lucky to have your podcast. Keep up this amazing work. Well, thank you so much, Andrea. That is really appreciated, especially because it's this weird little medium. You know, I'm sitting in my son's closet, surrounded by his clothes, talking into a microphone, and it's so rewarding to know that people are listening and benefiting from it. So thank you so much. And I appreciate you letting me know that it's hard to figure out how to leave a review. I think I'm going to put something up on my website so that it says like, click here to leave a review to keep it nice and simple. Uh, So I will get on that one of these days. (laughs) Check it out. So today we're going to talk about sunscreen, but if you, this may not apply to you, if your issue, if your kids are happy putting on sunscreen, this is, might not be a situation, but I think it will apply to you if there's any area that you find yourself in a power struggle with your kids. So this is really going to be more about a power struggle than it is about sunscreen. So think about some area where you and your kid are pushing and pulling in opposite directions. Maybe it's over screen time. Maybe it's over healthy, nutritious foods. I don't know. Uh, Going to bed. That's always the worst one because you're so tired by the end of the day. (laughs) It's just hard to like be your best self when you're exhausted. You just want them to go to bed. So here's the question for today. My kids put up a huge stink when it comes to wearing sunscreen. I can get them to wear hats and sun shirts occasionally, but every time they step into the sun, I get so anxious. We live in a sunny place near beaches, so this is a frequent problem. I think my oldest is genuinely sensitive to the texture of sunscreen. He used to freak out when we tried to wipe his face or if he got his clothes wet. My second child just copies his brother and has turned sunscreen into a huge power struggle. I just want to relax and enjoy a day at the beach, but I get so anxious, it makes it difficult for me. I need to let it go, but I can't help think they are going to get skin cancer and die, and it's going to be my fault. Louise. All right. So this is, like I said, really more about the a power struggle and how it's kind of turned into one over the sunscreen. And... The parenting rule of thumb with power struggles is to avoid them at all costs. There is no way for a parent to win a power struggle. This is how power struggles tend to play out. Okay, so there's two different ways. Number one is that parents use coercion to manipulate their children into doing what they want. 
we might use guilt or fear or threats or sarcasm or yelling or any attempt to control or force our child to do something against their will. Sometimes this works and we get them to wear sunscreen or whatever it is we want them to do. The cost of this result is that kids learn to ignore their own wisdom and depend on outside authority to make decisions for them. So you might think, well, that doesn't sound like a bad idea, deferring to outside authority. Yeah, I want my kids to think that I know more than they do and just to obey me, right? That doesn't sound like a bad result. But when kids grow up, not trusting their inner guidance, they struggle to find happiness. And these are a lot of the clients that I see. I have all my super mama clients, like they've done all the right things. They've done what everybody told them to do. They got good grades. They jumped through hoops. They got advanced degrees. They have good jobs and they're just not happy because they didn't learn how to listen to their inner compass and their inner guidance. So children who surrender their will to their parents learn to blame others for their mistakes, for their unhappiness. They might feel helpless to change because they hold other people responsible for their happiness. So even though we can, depending on how strong-willed your child is, sometimes we can manipulate them into doing what we want them to do. It's really better to have it come from them and let it be their idea rather than them just kind of obeying or us, you know, talking them into it, bribing them into it, that kind of thing. So the second way that a power struggle can play out that is not a win-win situation is that if your child, let's say they win the power struggle, right? They're victorious. They out lasted you. I know I have a very strong-willed child. So I know that anytime I enter a power struggle with her, there is no way I will be winning. She will outlast me every single time. So let's say they win. They get what they want. They get the benefit of depending on themselves for their own wisdom, their own happiness. This is great. (laughs) But then they can't ever wear sunscreen or they feel like a loser. Okay, so if we're in a power struggle over sunscreen and I surrender and say, okay, fine, just get burned, you know, suffer the consequences, whatever, then anytime they go put on sunscreen, they feel like they're doing it for their mom or it's like it's her victory. So in order to prove that they are independent-minded kids, they cannot do what you want them to do. So wearing sunscreen would feel like giving you a victory rather than it being a choice for themselves. And so this is why a power struggle ends up being kind of a lose-lose situation. Both of these scenarios create separation and disconnection between the parent and the kid. Think of a power struggle. It's like a game of tug of war. Okay, so the harder that you pull in one direction, the harder your kid needs to pull in the opposite direction. Tug of war creates a winner and a loser. And so you really want to avoid this. So if you feel like you're holding on really tightly to something, chances are your kid is going to pull just as tightly in the opposite direction. So getting into a power struggle is like teaching your kid how to dig your heels in and not budge, right? And some kids are just naturally more stubborn than others. Some are more easygoing. That's just a temperament trait. So the way to avoid a power struggle is to stand in your authentic power, 
not your coercive power. Because you do have wisdom beyond your kids. Like you do understand things that they may not understand about how life and how it works and how to stay safe from the sun. So you want to present the pros and cons, but let their action be their choice. So in your calmest, most confident voice, offer your kids options. You can either wear a hat or a shirt, or you can wear sunscreen. You can either wear sunscreen and play in the sun, or you can stay in the shade, right? If you want to play soccer at the beach, then you're going to need to wear sun protection. Otherwise, we can just stay home. Uh, Would you prefer stick, cream, or spray? You can apply it yourself, or I can do it for you. So you just kind of want to maintain a neutrality, like an emotional neutrality. So you can hear my voice. It's like, I don't really care which one you choose. Like here's some options, you know, sunscreen and hats and shirts. They'll protect you from sun. You know, if they get a sunburn, of course, that's a natural consequence that they can maybe draw and change their mind for the next time. But if you like hold on really tightly and beg and plead and please wear sunscreen and you really have to and it's really important to support, then they might not because like I said, they don't want to give you that victory. It's this tricky little game. <laughs> so giving your children options will help them trust their own inner guidance and make decisions that are right for them. You just got to make sure you stay in calm, confident energy, which leads us to the life coaching answer because What's happening for Louise here is she can't, she's not in her calm, confident energy, right? She is scared. She's nervous. What gets in the way for moms to be calm and confident and emotionally neutral, it's really, it's our biology. Our brains are wired to look for potential hazards, especially once we become moms. You wake up every morning practically and like scan our environment for things that can cause harm to our precious little babies, right? We just, it's like, I can remember walking into anybody's house and the first thing my eyes would do, I wasn't conscious of it. It was unconscious. My eyes would just scan all the electrical outlets in the room. You scan all the glass furniture. You look for all these hazards, right? Your brain just gets wired to look for potential problems. So we go into the sun, we see this fair, precious little skin exposed to the sun. You know sun causes skin cancer. You know wearing sunscreen prevents harmful skin damage. It's easy and obvious to our brains, right? We know exactly what to do. But the problem is <laughs> when we come from a place of fear, then we get really anxious about it and our kids resist. So I think there's two things here that are causing Louise to feel afraid. The first one is something all moms have, they, even if they don't know they have it. I haven't met a mom yet who does not have an invisible instruction book called How to Be a Good Mom. So in this book, even though she might not know she has it, there's a lot of ways and things that we need to do in order to be a good mom. It, a good mom makes sure her children wear sunscreen when they're out in the beach at the sun. A good mom is always available to her kids. I have heard this one. A good mom doesn't allow her children to suffer negative emotions. This rule book, this instruction book on how to be a good mom shows up 
everywhere. It shows up with what kind of grades our kids should get, how they should treat their siblings, when it's okay to quit a sport that you've signed up for. You name it, we've got rules about how our children should behave so that we feel like we are being a good parent. So this invisible instruction book can cause us a lot of frustration. It can be very kind of perfectionistic and it doesn't leave a lot of room for the gray area or like, you know, children's personalities. It's like black and white. So we get really annoyed when our children won't let us be the good mom that we want to be. Because a good mom would have a child who gets good grades and our kids get bad grades. We're like, wait a second. How am I supposed to be a good mom when our kids get bad grades? So this can show up, you know, when they're fighting with their siblings, like we talked about last week, or when they're not wearing sunscreen. Our ego gets involved and we put our ability to feel like a responsible, caring mother into the hands of our strong-willed children. So this does not work so well for us, right? We cling really tightly to being right and accomplishing whatever this goal is that will make us feel like a good mom. And this makes us parent from fear instead of love. Throw a little anxiety into the mix with the thought my children are going to get cancer and die, and you've got the recipe for a power struggle with your kids. So when we get caught up in catastrophizing and futurizing, which this thought is doing, can you hear it? She says, my kids are going to get skin cancer and die. I can't help but think that when I see them running around with their fair skin in the sun. This is all the future catastrophe, right? So what happens when we do this is our brains react as though there's an immediate problem to solve. Blood rushes to our extremities, our heart starts pounding, our eyes focus on that beautiful pale skin, and we leap for the sunscreen like it's a life raft. We are in fear, our kids sense it, and they don't want anything to do with it. We think, if they would just put sunscreen on, then I could relax. But chances are, this anxious brain of yours is going to find something else to focus on, something else to worry about and catastrophize, because that's just how our brains are wired. That's what we're looking for. If it's not sunscreen and skin cancer, then it's, you know, drowning or kidnapping. We'll find something to worry about. In order to relax and parent from love instead of fear, we need to question this anxious brain. And we start by recognizing that there is no immediate threat. Even though your brain perceives one, your kid's not gonna, is not allowing you to take the one productive action step that you want to take, right? Or in this case with sunscreen, that's the preventative action, putting on the hat, putting on the shirt. That's productive. It would help our brain calm down. But sometimes there isn't a productive action step for us to take. We're just worrying about bad things happening and there really isn't any immediate threat. So instead, we want to take a deep breath and realize that in this moment, you and your children are safe. Once you have calmed your brain down, then you can take a logical look at the belief that is triggering the fight or flight response. Because it's like two different parts of the brain. When your brain is in fear and fight or flight, you can't access the logic. But the breath is the one part of that fight or flight response that we have control over. So take a few deep breaths, calm down the brain, recognize that everyone is safe right now in this moment. 
and then take a look at the thought, my children will get skin cancer and die. Now, sometimes you have to ask questions to find the thought. It might be buried. And so you're like, okay, why does it bug me that, I mean, why, like, there's another mom right over there whose kids are not putting on sunscreen and she's not worried. Like they're totally tan (laughs) or they're getting sunburned. How come I'm the only one freaking out here? And it's the reason is because there's a thought in your head that's a scary thought. So you want to kind of ask, like, is it true that my children will get skin cancer and die? Well, maybe if they are fair skinned, maybe it runs in the family, but they're probably not going to get it right now. (laughs) They're probably not going to get it today. Or they're not going to die today anyways, right? Maybe your kid will have an outdoor profession where they're outside 95% of their life. And so they'll be at higher risk, but maybe they won't. Maybe they love playing on their iPad, sitting indoors. Maybe they'll work in a cubicle. And so skin cancer really isn't going to be much of a harm for them. Maybe they'll end up moving to a, a colder climate, a cloudier climate. Who knows, right? They probably won't get skin cancer this year, and probably not in the next 20 years. They might get a little minor squamous cells that they can like go to a doctor and they'll get some cream to remove it, right? They'll get a melanoma and they'll have it scooped out, plucked out like a melon baller, right? Will they die of skin cancer? Maybe. Probably not very likely. And so when you're trying to calm down the anxious brain, you just kind of ask it questions like this, really kind of talk it through. Like, you know, I like to use numbers. I know anxiety very well. (laughs) And I find anytime I can put a number on it, it really helps calm it down. So I always ask myself, what is the statistical probability of this bad thing happening? What's the mathematical number? And it just, it's a different part of the brain. And so in order to do math, you got to kind of calm down. So, you know, probably, you know, heart disease is still the number one killer for adults. So probably that's a more likely scenario. They can visit doctors. They can have screenings. They can also change their minds and start wearing sunscreen at any point in the future. Maybe they'll start tomorrow. Maybe they'll start next year. In the grand scheme of their life, will a sunburn or two cause tremendous harm? Probably not. So you just kind of, once you find the scary thought that you're thinking, you just want to kind of talk it out write it down, you know, question it, and really just calmly uh, talk yourself out of it. I was going to say sometimes it's like good to talk to other people, but then I'm like, no, other people that don't have anxiety don't get it. So don't talk to anybody else that doesn't understand anxiety. Give me a call and I'll help you through it on the phone. Uh, you can go to lifecoachingforparents.com slash work with me to schedule a free life coaching session. Because, you know, when people don't understand anxiety, they just don't tend to handle this very well. So you and your your journal, you can keep it there or talk to me. All right. So you just want to walk through all the other scenarios with your logical brain. And then you can find somebody who has been through skin cancer treatments and ask yourself, does his skin cancer diagnosis mean that he had a terrible mother? Is it the mother's fault that he's now, 
you know, having to go through surgeries or have creams put on them or whatever. These skin cancer treatments do blue light therapy. Like, is that mom's fault? And so, because we're so quick to blame ourselves, but you're probably not going to blame somebody else's mother when their 50-year-old has to start going in for cancer screenings. So it just kind of helps to like put it on somebody else for a while. And ask yourself, how can I still be a good mom even if my child doesn't wear sunscreen? Maybe by offering my kids choices. Maybe by letting him experience natural consequences and the pain that comes with the sunburn. Maybe a good mom can let go so that sunscreen can be his idea and not mine. When we have love for ourselves, it makes it easier to have it for our kids, but it all starts with letting go of fear. Today's supermom kryptonite is right fighting. Are you always trying to win an argument? Do you get overly emotional when people don't agree with you? Do you insist on having the last word? Then you might be a right fighter. Everybody likes to be right, especially when you know you are. Is wearing sunscreen at the beach the right thing to do? Sure. You have wisdom to share, and taking care of one's health is the right thing to do. But when raising kids, sometimes we need to enjoy our own validation inside our own heads, right? Like, it feels so good to be right, but sometimes we just have to keep that to ourselves. Like, our kids want to be right sometimes, too. And even when they're not, they might fight us for it. But fighting to be right puts you at odds with your kid. So instead of feeling connected, you feel adversarial. So let go of the rope. If you find yourself right fighting or tugging on to the other end of the rope, or you feel like your child is pulling hard on some opinion, even if you know he's wrong, you're like, I know this is true. Just kind of drop the rope (laughs) and ask yourself, would I rather be right or be happy? Or would I rather be right or have peace in my home? And let those be some guiding questions for you to help you decide if it's worth standing your ground and being right, or if it's worth letting go of the rope. Today's Supermom Power Boost is humor. When you catch yourself in anxiety brain, fighting to be right, or parenting out of fear, try to add a little humor. See if you can kind of laugh at yourself a little bit. Like, if do you catch yourself like chasing your son around with a sunscreen bottle? Then turn yourself into a zombie and start repeating, like, I want to eat pale skin. <laughs> make it funny for your child. You know, make it a game. Does your child take her hat off as soon as you try to put it on? Put it on her foot. Put it on her stuffed animal. Put it on the dog. Like, try just being silly and kind of being able to laugh at yourself. Slipping in the humor disarms a budding and building power struggle. So whenever you feel like a power struggle is starting to take force and you're like, this is super important, you need to do this, and she's pulling hard the other direction, try to add a little humor to it. You might be surprised at how willing your child is to comply when you're acting as a Disney princess or Darth Vader instead of mom. Today's quote of the day, once we release our fears as a parent, we can walk with our children as fellow students and travelers. That is the ultimate purpose of parenting. Dr. Shafali. 
Thank you guys so much for listening. I'm going to be doing some Facebook Lives coming up because I've been getting so many good questions. I want to start doing them more frequently. So if I don't address your question on the podcast, I will do it on a Facebook Live. So go to Life Coaching for Parents Facebook page or you can go to lifecoachingforparents.com website and sign up for my newsletter and so that you can get the link and you can join us. Hope you're all doing great. Having a good summer. Take care. I love you and leave you. Want a free life coaching session? Go to lifecoachingforparents.com and schedule yours today. And thank you so much for listening. I would love it if you would subscribe and share these podcasts with your friends. If you have a question you'd like me to answer on the air, go to lifecoachingforparents.com slash record my question and you can send me a voicemail recording or write me an email and I'll answer it on the air. Thanks again. Have a great day.